world tonight. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. Hey everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports news update. The LA Clippers making it official today, announcing the free agent signings of stars Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. We all knew it was happening today. It's official. Leonard's contract, whoever, is apparently not a standard four-year max deal. The reigning NBA Finals MVP is signed a three-year, $103 million deal that includes a third-year player option. George's contract, originally signed by the OKC Thunder last summer, pays him $33 million in 2019-20, $35 million in 2021, and his 21-22 player option is for $37.9 million. Wow. Both Leonard and George grew up in the greater L.A. area. The Toronto Raptors will not rebuild this uh, summer, according to multiple reports. The Raptors say they have no intention of moving veterans like Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka, or Marcus Gasol before the season begins. As for Kevin Durant, his new contract with the Brooklyn Nets contains a player option for 2022-23, allowing the star forward to potentially become a free agent after the season's done. Durant would be 33 years old following the 2021-22 campaign. The club also signing Kyrie Irving and DeAndre Jordan along with KD. Here's a summer NBA, NBA sked tonight in betting lines. Eight games on the board. Next game off, Orlando versus Brooklyn. Nets minus four. 174 is the total in that basketball game. Charlotte and Chicago just tipping off. It's a Wimbledon dream come true matchup as Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal will meet in the semifinals for a fourth time. The longtime rivals locked themselves into a semifinal clash after Nadal eliminated American Sam Querrey in quarterfinal action earlier today. Earlier in the day, Federer, he took out Kai Nishikori. Nadal holds the all-time lead in head-to-edge matches over Federer with 24 wins to the Swiss Stars 14, including a victory in their most recent meeting in the French Open semifinal back in June. But Federer has beaten Nadal two out of the three encounters at the All-England Club, though Nadal won their most recent Wimbledon clash during the 2008 final. Federer also becomes the first player with 100 wins at the same Grand Slam. After being down a break, Novak Djokovic turned things around quickly and reached the semis for a ninth time after beating David Goff in 6-4, 6-love, 6-2. In the other quarterfinal, Roberto Bautista Agut took out Guido Pella in four sets, 7-5, 6-4, 3-6, and 6-3 the final. So here are the men's semifinals and betting lines. Novak Djokovic takes on Agut. Djokovic minus 1,200. Agut is plus 700 in the other semi. Nadal minus 150 versus Roger Federer. The Swiss star is plus 120. Let's take a look at the semifinal action and odds on the women's side. Action, guys, begins at 8 a.m. Eastern. It's early tomorrow. Serena Williams, minus 400 versus Barbara Strykova. Strykova, she's a big pooch at plus 300. In the other women's semi, number seven, Simona Halep meets eight seed Alina Svitlova. Halep, minus 225. Svitlova is the underdog at plus 175. In the MLB, the San Diego Padres have inquired about New York Mets ace Noah Syndergaard. The flamethrowing righty has also drawn interest from the Milwaukee Brewers. In the NFL, Arizona Cardinals, they've selected Washington State safety Jalen Thompson in the fifth round of the supplemental draft today. Thompson, a three-year starter with the Cougars, lost his eligibility due to purchasing a non-steroid over-the-counter supplement at a nutrition store. Retired defensive end Chris Long continues to collect accolades. The two-time Super Bowl champion in 2018, Walter Payton, NFL Man of the Year Award winner. He was named ESPN's Muhammad Ali Humanitarian of the Year Award today. Long famously donated his 2017 salary with the Philadelphia Eagles to benefit educational equality. He also founded that uh, a foundation that provides clean drinking water to more than 225,000 people in East Africa. The 34-year-old retired in May after 11 seasons in the NFL with the Eagles, Patriots, and Rams. In the National Hockey League, the Vancouver Canucks have agreed on a four-year contract that carries a three-point 
$5 million average year salary with forward Michael Furland. Furland, one of the top high-profile names still available this summer in the free agent crop. He recorded 40 points in 71 games with Carolina last season. The LA Kings, they've signed Forex Alex Iafalo to a two-year deal with an average annual value of $2.425 million, according to Fox Sports' John Rosen. The 25-year-old scored 15 goals and added 18 assists in just his second NHL season. And veteran Matt Cullen, he announced his retirement after 21 NHL seasons today. He last suited up for the Pittsburgh Penguins, but Cullen, he also had stints with Anaheim, Florida, Carolina, Minnesota, Nashville, the New York Rangers, and Ottawa. The 42-year-old was the oldest player in the NHL last season, but now that honor, it goes to Boston Blue Liner Zdeno Chara. He is now the grandfather, the big daddy of the National Hockey League. Hey, everybody, stick around. I'm Cam Stewart, Gabe Morenci, host Red Heat and Rage Radio. We're going to break down some college football today, talking Big 12 with Mark Lawrence. Our buddy Gamblu will stop by, too, for a quick chat. We'll have some fun, so stick around. The betting board and a whole lot more. It's Hour 1 on the Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network, Red Heat and Rage Radio, coming up now. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat, Rage, our radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network uh, has begun. I am Gable Morenzi. We'll be with you until about 7 o'clock Eastern uh, here this evening. On a night in which uh, there's NBA Summer League uh, action, Cam's got some degenerate uh, overseas golf action for those of you uh, that'll be up at two, three in the morning and want to watch people uh, hit a golf Hello. ball. Uh, we've got NBA Summer League in Las Vegas, in which it's about as uh, predictable as a roulette table or a craps table True. at the casino in Vegas. Um, and we're picking up the pieces following an All Star game that uh, made me want to puke. Uh, yeah. But other than that, I'm all good. What's up, Cam? Oh, yeah, and I lost What's my ID, Cam. Other than did that, you re- where? At the FanDuel Sportsbook? I don't know. New home? Uh, uh, yeah, it's just... Uh, uh, oh, last yeah, place forget. you saw it. Do you, do you remember the last place you saw it? Or, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Where was it? Uh, I don't know, man. It's either at a 7-Eleven that doesn't have it that I went to today. Uh, I hate that uh, feeling. I hate that, that uh, feeling. That, oh, boat, that, that boat ferry <laughs> terminal that you were at? It didn't oh. have it in the lost and found. No, oh no, the two dollar uh, popcorn that I love. Nice guys at that ferry too. Think they? Yeah, they look. They actually looked around for like five minutes today. They were like, Did hold they on, really? hold on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They people. were like, uh, like, they were like, they, there's a double. There's a second lost and found. They were looking everywhere. And uh, the third place is the Port Authority, which I'm not even going to bother. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, that, that one I don't like your chances at. That's but it's one, one of these deals. I, I just keep hoping it's under something. Here. You know what I mean, Cam? I'm like, maybe you know it's what? under this or that. I'm like, it's a good point. Like, me and you don't really keep the the nicest, <sighs> cleanest domiciles. I've found so many things under seat cushions. Like, I that found you thought money. was lost and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. I found like an important coin. You know, like next thing you know, hey, hoo-hoo, that that card's very important. Like my Presto card, my bank card. Trust me, man. Just look under the areas that last find. I even left a phone in a freezer before, but I'm a stooge. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I do weird things as well. I'm like, why? Why? What? What's this bag? Oh, there's no chicken wings. It's a phone. Great, great. Yeah, but you yeah, were sober too. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. You should be able to find it when you're sober. Not yeah, drunk. I was once. I was once drunk and took a half ounce of weed and for some reason put it in my dryer. Yeah. Could not yeah. find it. Could not find it for like a week after. 
and was like totally baffled by this. I'm like, <laughs> in the tr- you didn't I'm like, smell it your dryer? Away. It flew doesn't away. smell like downy. <laughs> no, I didn't smell it in the dryer. And of course, of course, I did a wash and I learned after oh. when I saw it flying all over the dryer, oh, man. No. And I'm like, are you effing me, man? And it was ruined. It got smoked yep. in the dryer. Soap OG. Now, that's not the strain you need. No, you don't need detergent OG. I could go on, bro. It's been one of these weeks. Like, every, I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to, like, not freak out. But, like, every little thing's going wrong, bro. Like, it's I one know, of those types. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm on a different location. I went out for uh, lunch with Griff today before he heads to New York. I tried to catch a ride, but he said, uh, sorry, Sam. I got to go to New York. I should go to lunch with him now. I'll go to lunch with him. I can't afford it, though, because somebody in France hacked into my card, and my card is void. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're not drinking Red Bulls, are you, Dan? No, no, not Red Bulls. Uh, just had a sip of some, I uh, uh, can't really lie, it's called Smirnoff Ice Berry Blast. It's got uh, raspberry, citrus, and uh, yeah, it's apparently a winner. Lisa, I just had a coffee, and it was uh, instant coffee Folgers, and it's kind of like making me gag, and that was the first thing that came by was the Berry Blast. I got to admit, it's a fantastic beverage. Red, white, and blue, baby, all day. Go Berry drink, Blast. Drink Red Bull. Nah, I can't lie. Uh, I'm drinking <laughs> vodka Berry Blast. <laughs> Yank just, just says in my, in my earpiece, he goes, Cam's pounding Red Bulls during the break, fella. Yeah, hey, fella. Like, yeah. No, they're not Red Bulls. He's drinking vodka during the break. Yeah, we're off to a yeah, great yeah, start. No. I don't drink Are on the aware? job, but, yeah, I don't drink on the job. I, I, I work hard here. Actually, I talked to Cardano this morning. We're talking about the green screen and all sorts of other things. I'm all business, but that coffee really threw me for a loop, man. That instant stuff, it was rough. So, (laughs) (laughs) you needed anything. Dude, the other night I was here, too. I had nothing in my fridge, nothing to drink. Besides, like, old, old two liters of ginger ale and stuff. Oh, so flat and gross. And, uh, yeah, and the know. one thing that was sitting there was an ice-cold Corona. <laughs> and I was yeah, thinking, did you, did I was like, man, it? I am thirsty, man. I was like, man, I should just crush this beer. But, no, I didn't want to crush a beer at 4 in the morning when I was thirsty because I got up. <laughs> That's the difference between me and you, Gabe. I don't mind a beer at 4 o'clock in the morning. But, you know, we all do what we got to do. You know, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's just been a, it's been a, you said it, it's been kind of a weird week. And it was un- unfortunate, too. We were out with Griffin. That damn All-Star game was on again because they had a repeat of it. So I get to I got to abuse myself for a second time. I'm like, God, help me. Just watching that game again made me sick. What a horrible uh, game. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this, actually. But this is, like, this is very, very, uh, this would be very disturbing and alarming for both you and your girlfriend. That specifically, yeah. your girlfriend could be in a very bad mood moving forward 
unless uh, the, uh, the, the liquor stores in Ontario get their act together, as I'm seeing right now, liquor shortage in the Toronto area, Cam. Let me talk to her. She's right beside. Do you hear about this liquor uh, shortage in Toronto? Have you seen that story? The, the, the shelves uh, are bare almost. The shelves are bare. I, I don't know what you're talking about, Marenzi. Uh, I, you're right, though. I only got one berry blast left. If this is the last one, we got real problems. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. The LCBO uh, is running out of booze. Running out of booze. It's actually funny you say that because you know the area, the one by us at Spadina and King. That they closed that superstar like that was the massive liquor warehouse. It's gone a, now. A spokesperson for the LCBO says they're in the process of switching to a new warehouse management system, an oh. updated technology for handling product intake and outbound orders. Uh, because oh, of the so transition, be, yeah, yeah like, because of the transition like, and the delay, stores across the province are now and will be experiencing massive shortages. Oh boy. Uh, People are running to the shelves. Kingston, it looks like Russia buying bread in the 80s. Like people, <laughs> people are lining up. It's like no, Russia. No, people like all that's left is that it's good. I'm, I'm looking at it. And people are picking up. I see a picture right now. That pop shop vodka. That stuff will mess you up, man. Oh, yeah. The stuff we drank before the Argos game. You yeah. were in orbit, buddy. I got to give you credit that day, though. Remember, we were having a couple pop shop soda cream vodkas. You're like, those guys are undercover cops. You're like, hide it, hide it. And they were. They were just <laughs> waiting to bust us right there. Remember that day? Liberty yeah, Village. I met the panel. You're like, those guys look like shady guys. And they, they were coming right for our booze. Yeah. I just told Lisa. She's very concerned now. We're going to make a trip to the liquor store. This is a horrible story. Horrible. Yeah, yeah. No, people are tweeting pictures of empty shelves. Empty shelves? Uh, Some locations are now putting up signs outside warning you. Huh warning us so what do they want you to do like buy the stuff like you're going like, like amazon or another thing like liquor like i'll have two bottles of vodka a couple steam yeah, like they're trying to do? create like a mass panic yeah they're trying to yeah low flow and they're trying to make you order it instead of going in that's the world we live in now like wayfair and amazon nobody wants to shop with your feet or anything anymore it's just like order it buddy that's concerning um I like there's a picture here of like an empty shelf with a couple of cases of beer. And it says, please see one of our customer service reps uh, for alternative recommendations. Uh, LCBO warns customers of alcohol shortage. Oh, this, this is real. Like it's, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, God, well, they, they got to the vodka. The yeah, vodka's gone. Uh, where's the closest liquor store? I guess uh, after this place, uh, What's the closest one? I didn't. I didn't even know. We used to go to Spadina, but uh, we have a oh, concern game. I just said before, it's like buying bread in Russia. It's kind of a stupid bad joke. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it though. Yeah, no, I was, you know. <laughs> but here's hey. here's people like attacking like Doug Ford. Hey, Ford Nation, do we live in the Soviet Union now, or or is this Ontario? This is embarrassing. I gotta, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you about Doug Ford. It's been a bad, bad, bad time. Like Ford Fest, like they usually have a big party on his compound. A lot of protesters, complainers, boo. The buck of beer stuff, you know. Like even the people the guy, on the, the other guy side. Cut now, exactly. Yes, the autism <laughs> problem. It's a big problem, and I'll tell you that government is just getting some serious flack right now. They're in big trouble. Big just caught up for what it is. It's a shit show. <laughs> it, it, it's a total shit show. Yeah, if you want, uh, I'll, I'll defend you on that. It's it's the more marijuana. Than a shit show. The marijuana stuff is a joke. 
Oh They've got God. two hey, stores Maryland? open in the third biggest city in North America. Uh, of, you've seen the containers to it? It's like, what are you doing? Like, oh, my God, just put it in some Ziplocs, you morons. But anyway, I don't want to get into it. But It's like it's a glass stupid. mason jar. It is. It's like, it's in it an hour to open it. I know. <laughs> it took me an hour to open it. <laughs> I know. I, actually, you know what, Gabe? I kept it when you came over to my place. I kept your jar. I'm using it as like a change gar, jar. It still smells like when I'm taking out my quarters and nickels. But I'll tell you, man, like, guys, you don't need to spend $20 in packaging for the product. Like, I get it. Like, it's so stupid. But whatever. These guys are stooges. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you've been warned if you're in the Toronto area, right? Kawhi Leonard's gone. Now the booze is gone. Yeah, liquor shortage. Kawhi's gone. Booze people, gone. People drink. People were so upset about Kawhi Leonard, they drank it all. Good point. You know, just, uh, I got to be honest with you that that whole situation. I'm just uh, kind of glad it's all over with now, Marenzi. I got, I'm actually sick and tired of talking about it, to be honest oh, with I'm you. Not, I'm not, good good, no, good luck with the Clippers this year. You want to bet them at three to one? Be my guest. Something's going to happen. Clippers are going to fall apart. They're going to fall apart. I have a feeling there's going to be major injuries with that team, and people who have tickets are going to be in big trouble. I don't, I don't, I'm not wishing any injuries on anybody. I'm really not. But I read a great piece on Sports Illustrated, and it was about, it was like, all right, Clippers, now what? And it's, you know, and it was a really well written piece. It wasn't like by Chris Broussard or something. You know what I mean? It was basically, okay, you made a splash, but let's get real about this team now. And Buddy, Nailed it, Kev. He said, is it just me or is Kawhi Leonard look older than 28 years old when he's on the court? And brought up, Raptors rested him 22 games. He still fell apart at the end. He played awesome, but he wasn't healthy at all, Kev. And no. he only played 60 regular season games, and he was gassed by the end of the playoffs. He can't play 82 games. Paul George snapped his leg in half, remember, about three, four years ago. Has had two like shoulder surgeries. Yeah, it's true. At the end of the playoffs last year, said I can't put my arms above my head. Um, Paul George is like 29, going on 36, type of deal. Lou Williams, their shooter, not the most reliable guy in the world camp. Type of guy like Lou Williams reminds me, he's better than Ryan Fitzpatrick, but Lou will get you those threes when they don't matter, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like that like hitter he, in baseball yeah. who hits you the grand slam when you're losing 12 to 3. Yes. Yes. Like or in a route. I, I, why in can't a you route, get me one of those yeah. when, we have bases, when we need it? You know? Like, is Lou Williams that assassin? He doesn't play defense. Montrez Harrell's good. Is he going to take this step up to be a champion good? After that, your bench is incredibly thin. Uh, Beverly's a good player, but you built your team around Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And Paul George is sort of a complimentary guy. They could get hurt, and then the wheels fall off. Listen, they're a dangerous basketball team. I'm just stating that. Let's see them get through 82 games, man. Three to one, it's not a good price. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
All right, game time decisions ready. Rage our radio. It's time for Gamblu. It's uh, the dog days of summer. I guess this is the dog day of summer, actually. The day after the Major League Baseball All Star game. You know this time, Gabe. This is where the bookies get together. There's none. There's no sports. This is where they take their like little four day vacation. Other than the summer league, what are you what are you going to bet on? Right, All Star game, home run derby. See ya. They go to the islands, then they come back. (laughs) Minnesota Lynx and the Chicago Sky. Yeah, good, great. (laughs) Throw your account on. (laughs) I got a lock for you, the Lynx. I know a uh, I know a funny story that uh, Elliot Price told me, the former Expos host. He was a host at Toronto for a while there too. He was the Expos play-by-play guy, good play-by-play guy. Um, his father was a degenerate, right? He was a taxi driver, and um, he told me he goes, you know, my father was just such a degenerate. He bet on all you know sports. That's why I don't bet too much and stuff. And you know, his father was at the track all the time, and you know, he's telling me a story like that. And uh, so he told me, he goes, you know, my father, uh, and it's sort of like one of those urban legend type, uh, like, jokes. But he goes, my father bet Monday Night Football, so he called the bookie, and he said, uh, what, um, he said, what's the line for Monday Night Football? He got the line, he bet the game, he lost. He calls the bookie on Tuesday night. The bookie says, yeah, tonight, there's, uh, there's just NBA basketball, right? So, but he bets the NBA basketball, he loses on on Wednesday night he calls and they're like uh, yeah there's just uh there's just you know college basketball tonight that's all there is on the board he bets that he loses he calls the next night the bookie tells him all there is is the WNBA tonight he goes why would I bet that I don't know anything about that <laughs> that's the best should, after losing yeah like four days in a row on sports he knew about been, supposedly you right like betting the WNBA. yeah yeah like uh, that's a great story man that's yeah so, so good. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Minnesota Lynx in the Chicago sky tonight. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, we'll, we'll cap it later. We'll take a look. Let's bring in Lou right now. Listen, Lou can give us some picks for Saturday, not tonight. Lou doesn't have any picks for the Summer League or the, the WNBA. Gamblu steps up. And what's up, Lou? Well, gentlemen, uh, not too much. I appreciate being able to speak with you this afternoon. And quite honestly, uh, one of my dear friends is the head coach and general manager of the Washington Mystics. I go nice. and watch them every year when they arrive here in Phoenix to play the Mercury. And for the last few years, very quiet-like. In fact, I have been handicapping the WNBA. I have futures positions this year. And probably uh, another week when they reach the halfway point, I will start actually taking a look at the WNBA, uh, you know, betting individual games. Uh, I love the, I love the sport. Uh, I like, I love it because it's kind of a nuisance and kind of like a, a, a fly flying around your head. You just want to wave it off to the bookmakers. Uh, but I've had some success with it over the past couple of years, especially with my Washington futures. And uh, it's it's a real uh, great brand of basketball as well. Lou, a man of many uh, many interests. Cam. I, just, many, I, yeah. I love Lou even more now. That's the best. No, it's funny. I was out uh, with Portuguese Joe, and every time we go to his uh, Portuguese cafe, they're always watching WNBA and soccer. So I've been watching a little bit of it too, Gabe. It's interesting. That Griner chick from yeah that 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 chick Griner from uh, Baylor. She's an absolute right. monster. Like she was great, Brittany Griner. Oh man, she's good. Remember her? Yeah, she college. plays for 
she plays for Phoenix, and and actually on two separate occasions in games, she has actually jammed the ball, and that's a rarity in the women's game. She's the real deal. The Washington Mystics are actually the favorites to win right now, plus 170 to win the title. Las Vegas Aces, which is really amazing because the Aces are only a couple of years old, and they were terrible. All those yeah. top picks really added up quickly. Uh, Las Vegas Aces plus 280. Uh, the Connecticut Mohegan Suns, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> plus three fifty. L.A. Sparks plus seven fifty. Phoenix Mercury twelve to one. Lynx, Lynx are you normally like they were a power for years in this league. Uh, twenty seven to one. I've always enjoyed the WNBA as well. Um, you know, Lou, and it comes down to it too. Uh, you know, if you watch WNBA, which you do, the fundamentals are solid, right? They play old school basketball. You know what I mean? Like they they play defense. They you know, they, the old school bounce passes, the pick and rolls, the layups. They're all very good shooters. Uh, me and Cam had a bet once. I said the women shoot better than the men from the free throw line, and it was kind of negligible. Close. It was yeah, like, it's... yeah, it was it was right there. Um, oh, but I was talking about NCA. That was remember the WNBA did Cam, but it was NCA that was the same. Uh, NCA right. girls shot the same as NBA men. You believe that, Lou? Like. NCA women college basketball players shoot the same percentage as NBA uh, players shoot free throws. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but I, I don't know if I can comment in an interesting fashion on that. But but I will comment is what you said about how they play, and I can't agree more. It's a great brand of basketball, and everything you say is true. They have to pass. They have to scheme. Coaching becomes involved. And, you know, teams with – unusually good players and uh, uh, Washington being one with Elaine Deladonna, uh, it, you know, really makes them, makes it interesting to watch. I, I love the game. And like I say, you can get some soft lines and, you know, at, at the expense of, of maybe missing an opportunity or two the first half of the year, I'd rather watch and get a good feel of these teams. Just FYI, I have three future positions in the WNBA, I have the Aces at six to one. I have the Washington Mystics at plus three to one, and I also have the Connecticut Sun at plus four fifty. Uh, it's probably as as much as I would ever want to play futures, but I'm very very confident that the champion this year is going to be one of those three teams. Las Vegas ten and five on the season. So what? Who's, what's the game tonight? What's the line here? It's uh. It's uh for you know it's funny too because FanDuel Sportsbook uh, has a list on Ch- oh, Chicago one, one Sky, Chicago one Sky minus one and a half total one fifty eight flat Sky on the money line minus one twenty five Minnesota Lynx plus one hundred five money line. Interesting. Mm. Chicago Sky. Chicago. Yeah, they're five and two at home and two and five on the road. There's a big uh, discrepancy dichotomy there between road and home for this team. Mm-hmm. Chicago Sky. Yeah, Minnesota. I'll tell you, I, I view the I view Minnesota as the better team, and they're a championship team from seasons past. I know they've got they've been dinged up with injury. Uh, I would tend to overlook the home team here and and look at Minnesota as a as a slight dog. Um, all right, we'll get we'll get into this uh, we'll get into this game uh, later. I just loaded up some information uh, on the game. Um, UFC this week. Um, Uriah Faber's coming back. Wow. Love him. Uh, but last week, really fun card. I was at the event, 
And uh, yeah, I didn't tell you, Cam, like uh, that arena, man, in Vegas is unbelievable. Oh, T-Mobile? Money in the bank, man. What a what a place. You loved like, it, uh, right? It was good vibes. Just get, it, it's just inside is it, where it's really nice. Like outside, yeah. whatever, it looks like a big uh, copper, like, uh, you know, teacup True. or something. Like, yeah. But I'm talking about the view is good in any seat there, but the concourse is in stuff. It's incredibly spacious. It feels like you're in a football stadium instead of an arena. Like the ceiling is high. They have like glass sort of like walls, like, or like, you know what I mean? With, with lounges and stuff. Like it's so, you feel like you're never crowded or anything like that. It's very spacious, modern. They did a hell of a job with that arena. I got to give them a ton of credit and the staff inside very nice. And like, it's easy to get where you want to go. It's very, very well done arena there, Lou. Yeah, uh, yeah. The only issue is trying to get out of there at the end of the event, and hopefully, yeah. uh, we've been a couple of times with some of the guys at the South Point, and they drive up right to the back door so we can get in the car and leave before the hysteria. But I mean, really, when you go to any major city to any major event, you are going to have some traffic getting out of there. That's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what pissed me off though was and you know what i knew john jones was gonna win even though you know it was it was a battle amanda nunes i really liked you know we were doing pretty well but it kills me that i didn't that i've lost on this guy so many times and i don't even like him and that's what i was talking about betting with our hearts instead and like you know look at last night cam would have been better off taking the raptors on a freaking money line bro yeah, right? I know. They, they won plus team we wanted to win. Then we exactly. take the Knicks. They get smoked. Like Luke Rockhold loses. Mosfidal, like, I don't like Ben Askren at all, but yeah. I thought he that Ben Askren him, could take him down. You know what I mean? I mean, Gamebred has, has had problems at times with wrestlers before. It never got to that. But I was just frustrated losing. I hate, I, can mind, I don't mind losing a fight, Luke. It pisses me off losing on a guy that I don't like that I would actually prefer to see lose. <laughs> it just, there's something extra about it that bothers me. Well, listen, uh, I had, I really spoke highly last week of Rockhold and Askren, and thank God all I did was put them together in a parlay playing Uncle Louie puke play. And I lost both of them, which serves me right for even wandering into, into the favorite. I really let myself down in the event. I, I feel like I let listeners down. I, I went over. I had Holly Holm uh, uh, to for a half a unit at big odds. I had the, that fight to go to a decision. I actually had the over in the fight, which was four and a half. But it don't feel bad, Lou. I had the me. over. I had the over two and a half in the Askren Masvidal fight. The fight lasted five <laughs> seconds. Five seconds. That's a, that's a freak well, show, though, hey, Pete. That, that, that's it, rare. It, that was wild. Come on. It, yeah, and but I, I just expect so much more from myself to go over on, a, on an event. But the good news about fighting is there's no time to sit around and lick your that's wounds and feel sorry. There's a card coming right up this week, and we got to find us the winner. We'll hit this card on the other side. That's right. No crying in a fight game. Nope. Uh, we'll hit it on the other side. Yeah, only when you lose. <laughs> 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Time decisions ready for HR Radio Fantasy Sports our Radio Network. Uh, we appreciate uh, you joining us as uh, we all get accustomed uh, to uh, to our new uh, time. Uh, starting on Monday, we'll also uh, be coming on right after at eight o'clock. So we'll be on from five to seven, and then I'll return at uh, at eight o'clock. We'll be broadcasting starting on Monday from the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, at the uh, world famous Meadowlands Racetrack in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Uh, of course, at uh, the uh, Meadowland Sports Complex, where the New York Giants and New York Jets will begin playing, and in fact, play a preseason game in about a month's time. NFL uh, NFL preseason starts earlier than usual uh, this year, August the first. August the first is the Hall That's of Fame quick, game, man. Yeah, this That's year, quick. really, wow. And college football plays for real on August the twenty fourth. Miami, Florida, and the Florida Gators right Dude, out of the gate great. too. Pretty good, That's pretty a great big game. game. Yeah, big yeah. Game to open it up. That's Florida's right. going to mess them up. Dan Mullen's going to yep. get this Gator yeah, program going. I'm with you. That All right. Uh, good. We're in conversation with Lou Gamblu.com. So, yeah, great finishes, though. Fun, fun card. Yeah, I've been to a lot of UFCs over the years, and in the past year, it's kind of been like, eh. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm just there to be there, or, you know, I haven't been in full out like, wow, this is amazing. But the other night, I was like, wow, like standing up, and oh my God, another crazy finish. And, and even though I lost on Southern, I was still like, oh, my God. There were a lot of oh, my God moments uh, the other night. But I got to give props to one thing. And I said earlier, Lou, like, I don't, I've never liked Ben Askren. You know what I mean? I th- I've got a lot of respect for his, his athletic ability and who he is and what he's accomplished. And he, he always backs up his talk. But I've never really liked him. Uh, but gained a lot of respect for him. I saw his interview on Ariel Hawani's show. On Monday, and you know what? The guy took a knee to the face, lost for the first time in his freaking life, um, and then got, like, smacked really hard twice when he was already unconscious. And there was no ill will, Lou. He seemed fine. Like, he wasn't, he had no scars. <laughs> like He basically said, hey, it's the fight game. He got me. And he goes, it wasn't lucky. It was good. He goes, he got me. And... And you know what? I did gain a lot of respect for Ben Askren. Like, it's amazing how you can gain, like, respect for fighters after they lose more than when they win sometimes. Very true. Yeah. uh, Askren is, I think if you took a uh, IQ test for USC fighters, my guess would be Askren would be in the top 5%. He's He's a smart guy. He knows how to get to people. Uh, using his calm demeanor his, and his vocabulary, uh, I, I do believe he he you know would still bully plenty of guys in his own way, shape, and form. But here's what I learned in in that setup, and that was I have not seen a better setup. And I'm talking about Masvidal setting up Askren. That that was premeditated and a street setup. And I have not seen anyone be set up in such an unbelievably comprehensive fashion 
since Pete Carroll threw that fourth down play, didn't give it to the beast, and he threw that interception against <laughs> Belichick. This is this is this was absolutely a world class competitor in Askren that got completely set up by a street fighter. And my lesson learned is this: when you're a smart fighter. Don't by any reason piss off the street smart fighter because as pissed off as Masvidal was, he he it, it came out, it looked like he was nervous and fidgety, and he was chomping at the bit to get at Askren. Uh, boy, if I'm Askren and if I'm in his corner, I tell him, what do you ever need to fight again for? I, I think he has, he should. I don't think he will. I think he's a competitor and he'll come back. But uh, that, to me, I'd, that, I'd have a hard time figuring out how to come back after you've been set up so completely. Well, I don't know why I ask it. To me, the moral of the story is don't start a fight off by leaving your face uh, leaning forward. <laughs> like, Excellent like point. Osvidal caught on to this. And uh, they released a video after of him and Mike Brown uh, practicing it right out of the gate, basically. So, like, they, they, they knew this guy leads in every time, and he went for it. But I like Ben Askren's honesty after when, when Ariel asked him, he said, you know, you're going to talk so much smack now moving forward. And he said, of course I am. And he said, he goes, let's be real. He goes, if I ever talk smack, I wouldn't even be in the UFC. He goes, I wouldn't have gotten this fight. And and he raised a good point, actually. And like you said, he's a clever guy, right, Lou? So he goes, he goes, Masvidal says that I shouldn't have talked smack and, you know, I got what I deserved. And he goes, if I would have been nice to him before the fight, he still would have been trying to knock me out. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He raised a very good point. Like, you know, it's like, oh, he wants it now. He wants it more. But Masvidal is a bad man. And he's the dude's on a roll. We're seeing Lou, honestly, like before, like if, if I would have told you like a couple of years ago that Masvidal would be a champion, we'd be like, no, he's not. Like You'd be like, that's crazy. He wasn't a journeyman, but he was he was a good journeyman. You know what I mean, Lou? A better, not journeyman, but a guy. He was the guy who he fought on the streets and blah, blah. You know what I mean? But he wasn't well-rounded. He was inconsistent. And it's ironic, Lou, that a guy, Masvidal's M.O. before used to be, you're a slow starter. You don't get going until like the 10th or 12th minute. And it's weird for a street fighter. It's like he's learned all of that. It's like that if I knew then what I know now type of thing. And it's we see a lot of these fighters, it seems, Lou, in their mid-30s around this time of their life that it really starts to come together for them mentally, too. Like you said, Masvidal's never been so comfortable. And he's starting to scare people now. Like, He's like you said, he, he got in Askren's head and like Askren ended up like, you know, getting knocked the F out. I wouldn't want to fight Masvidal right now. I tell you that much. Well, I wouldn't want to fight him ever, but he's really he's really finding himself right now, this guy. Yeah, he is. That said, he fights a guy in Darren Till that is extremely limited and one dimensional, and then he goes on to fight a guy in Ben Askren that is also extremely limited, even though but he's in world different, class. But in different categories. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. But neither of the guys was overly well rounded. I'll submit to you that while Masvidal's stock is certainly as high as it can be and on the rise. 
I'll look for a guy like Covington or Usman that are actual 170-pound fighters. I still believe Masvidal's a little bit undersized for 170. I submit to you that the, that he's a fade if he gets in against a well-rounded wrestling-based fighter, and I'll yep. bet that way too because I'll be getting those guys as a dog more than likely. Masvidal's gonna his price is gonna heat up as his popularity goes up. No, you're right. I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with that. All right. So, Uriah Faber, um, one of the nicest guys that you're ever going to meet in mixed martial arts. <laughs> I'll never forget our interview, Gabe, when we we're in that studio in Vegas, and he's got two casts on, and he's like, "Hey guys, yeah. how you doing?" Like, I love Faber. Too, what a great. He was so nice to us. Yeah, he's like, and that guy lipped off to me. He's like. <laughs> Yeah, Lou, Uriah Faber uh, told us the funniest story. Like, story. I'm almost crying now. But it was actually, <laughs> I, out of 18 years of radio, it, it's been known almost as maybe my best show type thing. It was Great Friday night. night at a Mandalay Bay in Vegas years ago in the UFC's prime heyday. And it was just one after another, man. Uriah Faber, Chuck Liddell, uh, Heath Herring, Cowboy Cerrone, and... Half of them were drunk, and it was anything goes. It was oh, Marcus Davis. Remember the Irish hand grenade? He was oh, going that, off. Like, oh, <laughs> that guy was a power keg. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much that John from the pit after told me uh, from Chuck. He goes, dude. He goes, I've never done this before, but he goes, you got to send me a tape of this show. He goes, this is just lit. But so your right favorite told the story, Lucy. Your right favorite had both arms broken. Okay, like literally. Like, he broke both of his arms and his hands and stuff in a fight. And he literally had, like, cast on both hands. So he's sitting there drinking a beer, kind of with his arm and his shoulder and his chin with us and stuff. He's like, hey, guys, he's opening beers with two arms. (laughs) So he's crushing beers. And he goes, yeah, man. He goes, I I got in a fight on the way here. He goes, I was driving to the airport, Sacramento, to come to Vegas. And um, he goes, you know, I was trying to open a Gatorade with my chin. So he had like two arms and he's driving with like his his thighs, Lou, with the steering wheel. So your eye imagines your eye favor in his car taking a Gatorade (laughs) and trying to twist off the bottle, like holding the chin. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So he goes, I'm trying to open a Gatorade with my chin. And uh, he goes, I got into a fender bender. He goes, I barely bumped the guy, but he goes, I bumped the guy to late. He goes, so I get out and he bumped some like redneck guy in like a pickup truck type thing. You know what I mean? So he goes, I bumped the guy, get out. And the guy's a big guy. And the guy starts going, I'm going to kick the shit out of you, you little piss. And he starts like <laughs> trash talking Uriah Faber. Uriah Faber's got two broken arms, man. He's got two casts and stuff. And a guy's sort of coming at Uriah Faber and stuff. And. <laughs> Uriah goes, he goes, dude, chill out, bro. Chill out, chill out. And then finally, I guess Uriah like threw the Gatorade down and went into a fight stance and stuff. Went into a fight stance. Traffic stop, stop, starts, uh, is stops everywhere. They're on the freeway, too. Traffic cars are stopping. People start getting out. Kick the shit out of him, Uriah. Kick his ass. Buddy's like, uh, he goes, you're a UFC fighter, aren't you? Uriah's like, yep. <laughs> Buddy got back into his Jeep and drove off. <laughs> That's a smart guy. He was Uriah. exactly. Yeah, because even with up. two broken arms, Uriah, I would. Oh. Uh, yeah, Uriah's coming at you. That kid's got a heart, bro. 
<laughs> sure does. And and his legs weren't in the cast either. Oh no shit. Exactly. <laughs> Good point, Lou. <laughs> yeah. If I fought your eye favorite with two broke things, I'd just be getting kicked in the face. Bang, bang, bang. Exactly. Until I'm knocked out. All right, so Aspen Ladd. Speaking of your eye of favor, Aspen Ladd is one of his um his uh protégés, so to speak, Lou. Uh she is and and uh you know this this fight to me comes down to conditioning and five rounds. I, I think Durandamy has the enough experience and size uh and savvy to keep this thing at bay uh, for two and a half rounds. I think it's going to take Lad some time to uh, work inside and and be unrelenting and and eventually get to Jermaine Durandamy. The key to it is the fact that it's a five round fight, and I think the persevering, tough, younger by 11 years Aspen Lad is in a pretty good spot here against Durandamy because of the fact that it's a five round fight. But let's not forget, Lad has shown up at way end of 135, you know, deathly ill previously. Her her fight against Landsberger scared, it it almost didn't go off. And Durandamy, her last fight was 145, so she's coming down to the 135 level. I have to see weigh-ins Friday before I make a firm position on this fight, but I think if all goes well and Ladd has a positive cut and gets on that scale in the first 15 minutes, uh, it'll tell me she's ready to fire fresh. Classic uh, stylistic matchup, Cam, here, too. Uh, Aspen Ladd, smaller girl, sort of thick um, wrestler, right? Uh, she, she's, she's a wrestler. Durandy, more of a uh, kickboxer, sort of Muay Thai kickboxing, tall, lanky. Interesting matchup. Uh, we'll see if any pressure, too. We'll ask Lou on the other side, any pressure fighting at home as well. Uh, as the main event, Uriah Faber comes back. Big underdog against Ricky Simon. Elkins and Ryan Hall. Uh, we'll get a couple of picks uh, from Lou on the way out here. Game time decision. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, we got a couple of minutes left with Lou, gamblu.com. So let's jump in, uh, Lou. What do you think about the rest of the card uh, here uh, this week? Any underdogs that catch your eye? Because we better all stay away from favorites. <laughs> uh, just one theme, you know, it, this, this card's in Sacramento, so there's a lot of team alpha male guys. You've mentioned Faber. Another one is Josh Emmett, who is fighting a killer in this Mirsad Bektik. I thought Emmett, quite honestly, was a little fortunate against Michael Johnson. He was getting a little pieced up. Uh, Bektik won't pose the same threat Johnson did. He'll be more straight after coming at him. Uh, but two back, Emmett was devastated by Jeremy Stevens, and Bektik throws the kind of power Stevens has. In this particular case, I think Bechtick, Emmett's getting some love because he's team alpha male, but I think Bechtick may be value here. I'm going to wait 
and hope there's a little bit more reduction in price. The alpha male fighter that I do like is Darren Elkins against Ryan Hall. I think he's just too well-rounded and too tough, and Ryan Hall too singularly dimensional. That fight opened with uh, Elkins, uh, you know, plus 100, and, and now it's it's dead a pick of minus 110 either side, depending where you're shopping. I still think there's great value on Darren Elkins there. And then my last dog is uh, Mutante Ferrara against this Italian Vittori. Uh, Vittori had to take some time off uh, because he got caught doing some juice. And so it's his first fight afterwards. He's a he's a real aggressive forward charging Italian fighter, which I think plays right into the submission talents of Ferrara. Your dog well, barking, Lou. He doesn't as want you to bet favorites either. Yeah, the dog barked, as you said, the dog. He likes the dogs. I agree. I with like you. the dogs, Elkins? and I'm sorry. Sorry, you can Elk? hear that. No, 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 no. We no, love no, it. No. That means we're betting uh, dogs. Your dog agrees. It's all good, Lou. I like Elkins too. I mean, the guys, you know, you know what you get. You get an honest effort uh, from Elkins. Now, you mentioned uh, the kid from Italy, and you got Caesar. So you like Ferrara? You said here at the Newton. I do. He's he's chinny, and Vittori all he has is power. But I think Vittori walks right into a stop. Lou, Gamblu.com. Follow him on Twitter, at Gamblu. Thank you, Lou. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Update from Game Time Decisions. Hey everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports uh, news update. The Houston Texas will not hire a GM for the 2019 season. This from ESPN. Houston fired Brian Gain on June 7th in a shocking move to the rest of the NFL. The Texans now will divide the GM duties among four front office members. It's Wimbledon, dream come true. Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal, you can't ask for a better matchup in the semifinals for a fourth time. The longtime rivals locked themselves into a semifinal clash after Nadal eliminated American Sam Query in quarterfinal action earlier today. And Federer, he took out Kai Nishikori after a slow start. Nadal holds the all-time lead head-to-head over Federer with 24 wins to the Swiss Stars. 14 wins, including a victory in the most recent meeting in the French Open semifinal back in June. But Federer has beaten Nadal two out of three encounters at the All England Club, though Nadal won the most recent Wimbledon clash during the 2008 final. Federer also becomes the first player with 100 wins at the same Grand Slam. After being down a break, Novak Djokovic turned things around quickly and reached the semis for a ninth time after taking out David Goffin, 6-4, 6-love, 6-2. In, other, uh, in the other quarterfinal, Roberto Bautista Agut took out Guido Pella in four sets. Remember, Pella beat Milos Raonic. Well, he's done now, 7-5, 6-4, 3-6, and 6-3. So the men's semis are set. Here are the betting lines. Novak Djokovic versus Agut. Djokovic minus 1,200, Agut plus 700. In the other one, Nadal. This should be an interesting match. Nadal minus 150 versus Roger Federer. And the Swiss star is plus 130 as a pooch. Let's take a look at semifinal matchup and odds for the women's side. Their semifinal action begins at 8 o'clock Eastern. Serena Williams minus 400 versus Barbara Strykova. Strykova plus 300 in their matchup. In the other semi, number seven, Simona Halep meets eight seed Alina Svitlanina. And Halep is minus 225. Svitlanina plus 175 as the underdog. 
The LA Clippers making it official today, announcing the free agent signings of stars Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Leonard's contract, however, is apparently not a standard four-year max deal. It's a shorter three-year deal. The reigning finals MVP assigned a three-year $103 million deal and includes a player option. George's contract, originally signed by the OKC Thunder last summer, pays him $33 million next year in 2019-20, then $35 million in 2021. And his 2021-22 player option is worth $37.9 million. Both Leonard and George grew up in the LA area. Toronto Raptors will not rebuild uh, this, according to multiple reports. The Raptors said they have no intention of moving stars and veterans like Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka, and Mark Gasol before the season begins. As for Kevin Durant, his new contract with the Brooklyn Nets contains a player option for 2022-23, allowing the star forward to potentially become a free agent. Uh, Durant will be 33 years old following the 2021-22 campaign. Remember, he's out next year. The club also signing Kyrie Irving and DeAndre Jordan to deals. NBA Summer League tonight. We got some games later on the board there. We'll go through them in the 6 o'clock betting hour. It's uh, that in the WNBA, and I got some golf picks for you as well. MLB, the San Diego Padres have inquired about New, New York Mets ace Noah Syndergaard. The flame-throwing righty has also drawn interest from the Milwaukee Brewers who uh, need some pitching. In the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals selecting Washington State Cougar safety Jalen Thompson in the fifth round of the supplemental draft today. Thompson was a three-year starter with Washington State. He lost his eligibility due to purchasing a non-steroid over-the-counter supplement at a nutrition store. Retired defensive end Chris Long continues to collect some accolades. The two-time Super Bowl champion and 2018 Walter Payton Man of the Year winner was named ESPN's Muhammad Ali Humanitarian of the Year today. Long famously donated his 2017 salary with the Philadelphia Eagles to benefit educational equality. He also founded a foundation that provides clean drinking water for more than 225,000 people in East Africa. The 34-year-old retired in May after 11 seasons in the NFL, playing with the Patriots, Eagles, and Rams. In the NHL, the Vancouver Canucks have agreed on a four-year contract with a $3.5 million average with forward Michael Furlan. Nice move by them. He's one of the highest-profile names still available in the summer's free agent crop. Furlan recorded 40 points in 71 games with the Carolina Hurricanes last year. The LA Kings avoided arbitration, signing forward Alex Iafalo to a four-year, sorry, two-year deal with an average salary of 2.425 million, according to Fox Sports' John Rosen. The 25-year-old, 15 goals and 18 assists in his second NHL season. Veteran forward Matt Cullen, he announced his retirement for after 21 seasons in the NHL today. The 42-year-old, the oldest player in the NHL last season, but now with him gone, Boston Blue Liners' Adriano Chara holds that honor. Scottish Open gets going overseas a week before the Open Championship at Stewart Castle. Royal McIlroy is the overwhelming favorite at 6-1 to one odds. On the PGA Tour, it's the John Deere Classic uh, tomorrow morning. Oklahoma State phenom Victor Hovland. He hasn't won yet, but he is the tournament favorite right now. 16-1 to one odds. So both tournaments get going tomorrow. I'm Cam Stewart, Gabe Morenci. We host the final hour, the DFS Gambling Show. Hopefully we'll break down the whole betting board for you. We've got some M. NBA Summer League, a little bit of golf. So picks, 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 and more picks. So stick around, everybody. The final hour of Red Heat and Rage Radio coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, game time decisions, ready to rage the radio. Trying to break down the WNBA game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, stick around, everybody. We'll break down the WNBA game, the NBA summer league. I was going to say, I was going to say, Lou, Lou, wait, there's some, uh, there's some fight, uh, fight pass and uh, Facebook fights we didn't get to. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
<laughs> I know exactly. This is gotta be. Get- would you say this is the slowest sports day in the like this is this is the day? Because there's no all star yes, games done. This, this, is, this it. is the slowest day that there's been since like all year. Yeah, this is like, this is what I there been a slower like, day. He's vacation. This is the book. Besides, besides like maybe after the NBA All Star game when there was like one NHL game the next night or something yeah. on that Monday. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, but this is yeah, this is like one. This is it. You have NBA Summer League, and, but Cam, you and I have been around gambling long enough to remember when there was nothing, nothing. <laughs> like, I know. I remember when there was He's, nothing. Yeah, there was not like, even WNBA. There was nothing. It was I like, wow, was your fantasy sports update? We have nothing. Yeah, but we have Wimbledon. I will say this. The, we, there's Wimbledon there's odds right now. There's always something going on. It's like there's happy hours somewhere all the time in the world. It's always happy hours somewhere. It's true. Uh, Nadal and Federer, Gabe, that's an interesting matchup, too. Uh, that's going down. Nadal's a minus 150 fader. It's interesting to see Federer. Because I think of Federer his can get him this time. I think he can, too. It's on grass. It's a very interesting matchup there. It slows down the ball, Cam. It it gives Federer a chance, you know? It's a tip. You bet Nadell on clay. You take the Swiss man on the grass. And I'll tell you, in the women's side, I'm looking for an upset, but we'll see. It's going to be very interesting. Novak will probably win Wimbledon. We should take a look at the futures, actually. I think think Novak's going to win. He's the favorite. He's the the overwhelming. I've already looked at the odds. You're exactly right, though, Cam. We've talked about this briefly this morning on the morning show. And we're talking. I said, listen, Federer's getting up there, but like Federer ain't beating Novak here in New York, man, on that fast track, man, at Flushing Meadows. Oh. That's like the fast, like that's like playing on a, in a parking lot. Federer's too old. It's not happening there, right? You talk about it. You, you go, you go to, uh, you go, you play on that freaky surface in France, man. Nadal's won like twelve times in a row or something. You know, like, Nadal owns yeah. clay. It's very yeah, simple. It's his, it's his. but. The grass nullifies it a bit. You know what I mean? Nadal's not young either, actually, right? So Nadal's not young either. Like, this is very winnable for Federer as an underdog. But, and and even Novak, he can hang with them there. But this is his surface. And I was sort of, and I was bringing this up, Cam, like, Roger Federer and Tiger Woods are sort of, remember they were the Gillette guys together all the time. Yeah, they they were, they were. It's time for Federer for another big moment, just like Tiger. You know what I mean? I'll tell you one thing. Watch out for Steed Alina versus Halep. Halep's good, but minus 225. Take a look at the dogs. Alina's been real good this tournament. I might have to bite at that price. Women's tennis is unpredictable. All right, uh, Danny Green just got robbed in Vancouver. Get you caught up to date on that. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, we'll get into the WNBA game. Cam's got um, Cam's got some golf picks uh, for us as well. Uh, we're just talking about Danny Green. Excuse me, Danny Green, uh, now LA Laker. Uh, Danny Green. 
too bad, too. Danny Green's the nice guy. Kawhi Leonard screws us, and then Danny Green yeah. gets robbed. <laughs> so, yeah. but, uh, he didn't. Um, he didn't get like robbed at knife point or anything like that. But it's kind of it's a funny story. He actually tweets it out, or he's talking about it on a podcast. He, he's in Vancouver now for a uh, a basketball camp. Nice guy, man. He signs with the Lakers. He still exactly. honors his commitment to go to Vancouver still after, right? So he goes to Vancouver for a basketball camp with London Drugs, a pharmacy chain. Yeah. And um, he booked an Airbnb for some reason. Except he booked an Airbnb, man, on like East Hastings in Vancouver. Oh, camp. no. That's not good. So basically, he got there. And was like, what the hell? Like, he thought, you know what I mean? Like, they fooled him on, on the website. He, you know, he thought Vancouver was going to be all nice. And uh, he said that he was trying to change and get out of there. And they robbed everything from his car in 10 minutes. He didn't lock his car. So wow. they stole, like, all his computers and all his stuff and basketball stuff. And, um, they, they got him pretty quick. But dude just signed, like, a $15 million a year deal with the L.A. Lakers. Shouldn't he be staying at, like, the Ritz-Carlton or something? I, I wouldn't even say the Ritz-Carlton. I'm saying a minimum a Hyatt. Like, yeah, I'm with you. Like, you, uh, Hyatt? That's, a, that's another thing. Like, you're going to East Hastings. It's like, yeah, yeah, guys got, like, needles hanging out their necks. I remember he that a long time know, ago. Well, I know. He doesn't know, but my brother, I learned that quick. But too. he had like, to brother, know from the price. Yeah. You're that rich yeah. if you get what you pay for. It's like, bro, if I'm Danny Green, I hate to say it. Like, I'm already kind of snobby, even though I've lived on the street, like, you know, I, I wouldn't work my whole life to play in the NBA to be staying in Airbnb's camp. Like, I'm not looking at Airbnb's. I, I'm a multi, like, I just signed a $30 million contract with the Lakers. I already have $30 million. Like, I'm not, like, sleeping anywhere where it's less than 500 a night <laughs> type thing. Like, it's, like, money's not an issue, so it just basically be whatever. What's the nicest hotel in downtown Vancouver? That's where I'll stay. You know what I mean? Like, it's not rocket science, this. It's like these athletes that take Ubers. It's like, bro, you're, you're worth $180 million. You're taking an Uber with some guy that just, like, moved here a week ago. Doesn't know where the hell he's going. Remember you and I, Cam? Kid from Holland. Oh, I'm very sorry. I got you lost on the way to the airport. <laughs> that guy like, was bro, the best. We're going to miss our plane, man. <laughs> I know. Okay. Do, you enjoy, do you enjoy my alternative tunes? It's like, dude, I, said, I get yeah. it. Eh? Like, I said, I don't mind the music. The... But <laughs> I, I said, you're going the wrong way. Hey, craft work. Hit the highway. That was the best. That's You're a, like, hey, why are we on the lake Why are we doing this lake hipster? I'm oh, so sorry. Your GPS tell me take this way. I'm like, it's wrong. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. That's, yeah, that guy, he was a nice guy, but yeah, it's just good point. Here's the thing. If you're an athlete and you have like a buddy, he becomes your guy. Anytime you need something, he's like, like your guy. You could put a hundred bucks here, a hundred bucks here. It's very yeah, like simple. AC Collins to OJ. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And these guys have a hell of a lot more money than O.J. Simpson does. If I had a millionaire buddy, he's like, listen, man, even Scrovy does that. Gabe, you know him. He pays his guys like two, three hundred bucks. Get me some uh, rolling papers. I need, uh, uh, you know, a couple of groceries. Uh, grab some bacon. Here's a hundred bucks. Like, come on, guys, figure it out. Figure it out. Danny Green's keeping it real. I respect him in a sense. But... Uh, too real. It's, it's, that's just stupid. Actually, it's not keeping it real. East Hastings? Come on, man. Where's the teeth? That's the thing with Aaron they fooled him, though. But yeah. if you're Danny Green, you have to know that, like, even, okay, fine. Listen, dude, there's some really nice places on Airbnb, right? Oh. Like, like, luxurious yes. mansions and shit like that. But 
if you're Danny Green, stay in an Airbnb. It's like you got to figure it out, Danny. If it's eighty-seven dollars, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're, you're you're taking your yeah what like exactly is, is Danny staying at the motels across the street like on on Bride Row there in Vegas Cam? He's staying at Motel Six like what the like come on Danny like where were you like, what are you hour? doing what are you doing at the Monte Carlo Inn you can pay by the hour no I'm with you let's come on figure it out man that's uh, it's pretty stupid I'm with you Marenzi like you can get a really nice you know Vancouver well you can get a great hotel in Vancouver for 250 a night like a night for 250 like not even 500 so uh, 400 yeah. I'd say 3 400 I'd say 250 but anyway I, yeah you you could do fine there 87 no that's 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 incorrect yeah it's just it's it's uh yeah, poor poor Danny Green uh. <laughs> problem is not getting stuff robbed it's what you got on your computers that's the thing right like that's the thing. It's not about losing an, an Apple computer or whatever. He's like, damn, like, what kind of files did you have on it? Things like that. That's that's the bitch when you're a millionaire. Oh, you can buy anything you want. Trust me. Right? I just lost my idea, uh, my ID. Uh, you think I'm happy about this? No, not so much. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cold world, Cam. I told you, you got to backtrack your steps. You'll find it. I just think you just really got, you got to sit down and go, okay, not at the 7-Eleven here, here. And I got to be honest with you, like, somebody... It's an ID. It's not like somebody found your wallet. Like if I found a oh, guy's yeah. ID, you know what they did? Actually, a lot of people know what they'll do. They'll take your ID and mail it to you. Like if you're, they'll mail There's it to no that. Address. To it. There's Got no it. address. Hmm? The ID sitting somewhere in the streets of Manhattan, bro. Like it's gone. Uh, uh, it's as dead as our all-star uh, over was last night. <laughs> God, that was frustrating. Uh, the bases were loaded, too. We just couldn't cut back, hey, huh? Hey, Mr. Hand, like what's going on here? I know he was, I was wild too. Oh, I know he was. Like, well, he's definitely. I don't understand one thing though. I even talked to Griff about. It. I know they basically use everybody in your lineup, but Brad Hand's a lefty. I told you this on the morning show. They actually had a double steal. They had runners in second and third. A single scores two. They take the lead and close out the game. All the routes were lefty on lefty. They should have put one right-handed bat in there, but whatever. We're not the managers of the team. But if you're going to try to win the All-Star game, figure it out. Like, come on, it's ridiculous. Very good call. Um, so we have NBA Summer League action uh, this mm-hmm. evening. Didn't go too well for us last night. Uh, Going to bet on China? They're big dogs. Plus 19 and a half. Is he 20, too? Are they 20 or 19? Yeah, 19 and a half. 20. They're 20 now on Mr. Green. Oh, The geez. Knicks are favorites again tonight. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. No, and three. I'm not touching them or uh, favoring them. We have Minnesota, Minnesota Timberwolves and the Miami Heat. Man, the, the Heat played last night in a real grueling game. I saw that game. Cleveland and the Pelicans. Pelicans what was minus that other, six. What was that other game that lost last night? Sacramento lost last night, too. It was close, but they lost. Houston beat them. All the games that were supposed to be a no problem, there was problems. So I got golf habits. I'm not betting on this uh, stuff. And I'll tell you one thing. I almost, that, I almost want to take every underdog. I, I want to take Cleveland Cavaliers. I would suggest, that, I would suggest that rather than six. trying to figure it out. Like, no, I do. You know? I will take China. I'm taking China plus 19 and a half. A lot of points. A lot of know, points. Man. It's Freak a lot Freak's of points. not playing. Summer League team. Not the real Milwaukee Bucks. Who's on China? Bunch of Chinese dudes. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
just no one. Like no one, no one, not like oh that guy that plays at Vanderbilt or anything like no, that. Yeah, no, no, they're all no. Chinese guys. They're Chinese national players. Yeah. yeah, except they're men. No, and all kidding aside, uh, all kidding aside, their their point guard is really good. I don't know his name. Um, I'll get it for you here. It's you. You ask who's on the team. I I I just can't believe. It. Like, yeah, they're plus twenty. You got uh, all the other games are very tight, tight sked tonight. Like Minnesota and Miami. Minnesota's minus one, so that's basically a pick. I'm one seventy five. They're like. Look at the discrepancy in spreads. Like, they're basically saying China shouldn't even be here. Well, yeah, like last night, like the, the Knicks were locked. They got their asses handed to them. And I'll tell you another thing about this stuff. These coaches, once their star players don't aren't executing, there's no need, there's, there's no fear in benching these guys, Gabe. That's another thing. It's kind of like a lesson. Like, you can't even beat these Oh, you're guys. right. Take your ass down and sit because you're embarrassing our team. And oh, they beat the Charlotte. Not, not uh, Phoenix. My bad. My apologies to Phoenix Suns. Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte, uh, Charlotte Hornet. 84, 20 points. Too many points. It's a 40, it's a quick game. The clock doesn't stop. It's a lot of points. 20 points. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. If you're serious about fantasy football, it's never too early to start prepping for the 2019 season. And Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts provide dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY, the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. Thank you very much, Cam Stewart. Um, all right, now let's get down to business. So we've got we got the NBA Summer League here tonight. It's a real crapshoot, guys. Mm-hmm. I look at to me, to me, um, the um, the the team China getting 20 points is attractive. It's a lot of points. They're they're they're. It's a national team. They're men. Men. Uh, yep. Yeah. And they're playing against college kids, and they really haven't played together. All right. So look, yesterday I was on Croatia plus uh, plus fourteen. Man, they were winning by ten going into the fourth quarter, but Oklahoma well, City panicked about losing to them, it. so they put the I'm pedal to the metal. China. It's just it's crazy amount of points. And you said it. You bring up good points. It's like that's not just a blind bet either. Good point. College kids. No chemistry, haven't worked together. Men don't want to be embarrassed. And it's not like the spread's 12 and a half. It's 20. So you know what? You'll take your chances there. I'm with yeah, you. You don't, think, you don't think China wants to beat the Milwaukee Bucks? Damn right. they. Oh, they, they want just, to compete. Yeah, I'm with they you. They just like, beat Charlotte. Do. They're going to want more. Like, they're competing. It's a tournament. They want to advance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're, yeah, they're in it. You. Like, you know, uh, it's a lot of points. Like I said, we're not playing against a Greek freak. It's, it's, it's not the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> It's the Milwaukee yep. Bucks summer league team. Twenty. I like, 
It's great, too. Team Croatia, 0-4, and, and they keep getting big numbers. They just keep covering, though. <laughs> They're not winning. It's what the shirt says. Eh? It, 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 you cover. It's the bottom line. Good teams win. Great teams cover. Croatia's great. Um, Milwaukee have played some freaking track meets, guys. This game tonight with China is going to go over. It's going to go over. Uh, Milwaukee have played three games. They're averaging 95.3 points per game. They're giving up 96.7 points per game. It's a lot of points. Uh, China are averaging 74.3, and they're giving up 92. Um, China did get tattooed uh, once already uh, here. Um, Detroit... Detroit Pistons are 4-0. and mm-hmm. uh, They're 4-0. Miami Heat are 3-0. Memphis Grizzlies are 3-0. Boston Celtics are 3-0. and The T-Wolves are 3-0. and NBA Summer League teams that are kicking ass. What do you think about the Timberwolves versus the Heat? That game, they're one-point favorites. That's the next game off the board. 7 o'clock Eastern, total 175. Minnesota minus one. My gut tells me the T-Wolves. Who wins it all? Memphis. Memphis. What? Who wins the Summer League? Memphis. Look at the Atlanta Hawks. Is there what odds? Is to, like, who's going who's gonna to win it now? Yeah. There's actually futures. Let's take a look. <laughs> the New York Cab. You're not going to believe this. The New York Knicks were like the, the heavy bet team to win the, uh, the yeah. Summer League. Yeah. Good, good idea. Good, good pick on them. Who who made these odds? I tell you, no thanks. Yeah, the New York no. Knicks. As as they sit there, as the Raptors are up 22, and I'm watching their their young stud sit on the bench. I was I'm like, what the hell's going on here? That was brutal, I think man. I think we missed the summer league futures. Yeah, I think we did too. It's something about Memphis though. It's just one of those teams. They they did well in the other summer league last year too. They really they took it all the way down to the end. Like they're one of those teams, they, it seems like they take it very seriously. They don't get yeah. any respect. It's big. It's a big deal for them. I'd look at Memphis, but you're right. There's no. I can't find any like reposted odds. But watch out for the Grizz. Getting six points with Phoenix tonight. So yeah, China and the Milwaukee Bucks. The total is only 169 and a half. Put it yeah, this way, Kev. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's seven? So it's almost correlated. If we're getting 20 points, and this game stays under. China most likely cover. Like, where are they going to get that distance from? It's a lot of freaking points. The clock doesn't stop and stuff, guys. It's not like normal basketball, right? Like, it just ticks. It goes faster in these games. So, it's not like normal stop, start, start, clock. You know what I mean? Um, so, like, what? let's say they win. What are they going to win? Let's, okay, the Milwaukee are averaging 95 points a game. So, let, let's say they get into 90. 94, 76 is still a cover. And that's what China, yeah. as you said, is averaging. That's an 18-point victory. The line is 20. Yeah, and I don't think it'll play out exactly like that. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. going to say that it's like, uh, I'll say Milwaukee wins 94-81. In that range. That's the first number that popped up in my head, too. 81. Yeah, in that range. You know what I'm saying? And, like, it'll be close, I think. But ultimately, Milwaukee probably wins by 9, 10 or something. You know what I mean? 12. Dude, we're getting 19 and a half, 20. It's a lot of freaking points. 
I'm not going to tell you I'm going to bet hard on it. I'm taking China out of principle. It's one of those things. I'm with you. Like, you think Milwaukee? Yeah, so they got to win by 21 points before you cover your bet. Seems like a lot to me. You said it. Like, all these people just blindly look at that stuff. Croatia's covering numbers. It's like, you got to remember, these teams are, sure, they're, these are summer league teams. These aren't established NBA teams. They're kids. Have exactly. How much have they played together? All this stuff. I always like to bet on men. Milwaukee should win the game, Gabe, but asking them to win by 21 points is a hell of a big task. I think you should almost do it just out of principle. Like, say, you know what? Sure, they lose by 14. They lose by 16. It's it's That's a crazy amount of points. Yeah, Milwaukee's last game, they lost 100-91 to to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. It's not like they're smoking teams here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, China beat the Hornets 84-80 in their last game. I'm, I'm I'm going back in time here, and the website's not like is up as like as the you know regular season. Wow, the Hornets the Hornets really suck ass. They're actually right, beating okay. the Bulls right now, 64-62. Look, the, the Brooklyn Nets quarter. beat Croatia by 16 mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. Like they're not these NBA summer league teams. They're not winning by like 30 points and stuff. Like you know what I mean? There's a over undervaluation of these national teams, I think. Um, all right, Sacramento Kings beat China 94-77. That's a cover. That's 17. That's a cover. You know, and uh, that's that goes over 169 and a half. I'm telling you, the game's going to go over tonight. We're getting our money back from last night. Okay, Gabe. <laughs> I like it. I'm betting it, but be careful. Remember, we had, we, had a, we had a big talk. Soon your new home, the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, Ponies, Saratoga this week. It's just a little bit of units. Just, yeah, you know, like I wouldn't say, hey, China, like I'm going to throw uh, lots of, what's their currency again? I forget. They're the yen? No. Yeah. How many yen are you going to throw on uh, on Team China here? Uh, is that just Sounds Japan like a lot of yen. Yet? Walk with yen. Oh, yeah. China is, uh, yeah, yen. What is there? What is their currency? Nikkei? What is it? China currency. Currency. What is it called? <laughs> Interesting. What is it? Uh, the China. No way. It's called Ren Minbi? No, nah, that doesn't sound right. Currency, Chinese yuan. Oh, no. W-Y-U-A-N. Huh. Yeah, it's Interesting. the uh, Renibi. Renibi? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's called Ren Minbi. Ren, 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 Ren Minbi. Wow, that's hard to pronounce. Yeah, Ren Mim. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, I thought Yen was a smoother joke, but uh, yeah, that's uh, I'm a lot of Ren Mimbi. <laughs> I guess it used to be the Wan. <laughs> yeah, it used to be Wan. Oh, it is. Walk All right. With, so I guess there, there is. So yeah, why does China's currency have two names? But anyways, we're we're sidetracked now. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. I'm taking China the over. Yeah, yeah, and, 20, uh, plus 20, plus plenty, yeah, 20 yeah, yeah. UN. I'm telling you right now, I'm feeling this. The Miami, the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to win against the Miami Heat. I'm going to take, uh, we're going to take the six points with the Cleveland Cavaliers. We're going to take the six points. Like, there's a bunch of points here. I don't understand it. Like, it's just wrong. It's wrong. Like, why are San Antonio favored by six over Phoenix? They're summer league teams, man. Whatever, man. Anything can happen. Same with the Pelicans. Ooh, because uh, Zion Williamson's on the team. He's not even playing. 
uh, like Zion's not even playing. They're laying six points. Nope. Jackson Hayes exactly. had a big dunk the other night. Dunk One dunk doesn't cover you six-point point spread. Minnesota plus one. Cleveland plus six. Phoenix plus six. That Laker-Nick game, like you said, no part of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, China and the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, I'm going big tonight, Cam. It's go big or go home. NBA Summer League night tonight. Oh, okie dokie. Yeah, I'm going to fire off the email in a minute here. And then we got the Golden State We got the Golden State Warriors and the Denver Nuggets. Like the Nuggets. Nuggets. It, it ain't jump. No, I like the uh, the Warriors. Really? Yeah, this Jordan Poole kid from Michigan's lighting it up. What other options yeah, I, do we have tonight? Not even a soccer match we can bet on? Christ. Oh. Uh, sorry, MLS Friday. Yeah, I'm looking at high. I, I looked at horse racing. Only like Louisiana Downs and Evangeline Downs. What a gong show! Put it to what Alaska. a gong show. Would you rather bet on the fee, on that uh, Minnesota Lynx, Washington? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't even know who the hell's playing. Chicago Sky. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hold or on, China the Summer League. I'm putting my money on China before I'm putting my money on these chicks. Funny, no I just ordered Chinese. We just ordered Chinese food. It's a sign, Marenzi. I feel China. like Chinese food now. That's what I said. She wanted pizza. No offense against the no chicks, way. but the Chinese. national team. Yeah, give me the 19, 20 points. 20 points with China. Yeah, General Tao's on the menu tonight. Damn right yes, it is. Yes, General. Yes, yes. General Tao, let's do it. George likes his Kung Pao hot. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. about golf picks we got to get down to business actually cap got a lot yep. of golf uh, picks uh for us sure do buddy sure WNBA, do. WNBA, uh games on top of this evening one of them ah it's tough it's tough i'm gonna pass if i had to i would take the home team they're five and two the chicago sky but i've you know, i've got the, the uh, i'll put my i'll put the, my stock i saw the chicago my stock sky I saw the Chicago Sky play the Seattle Storm, and the Chicago Sky has this one, like, huge white girl. Like, she dom- like she is huge. She just dominates, like, power forward, like, <laughs> like just up and down, Gabe, like, just, just dominating inside, two high elbows. Like, I saw that game. The Seattle Storm's not the same team. That uh, Stewart chick, she, she got hurt, right? Brianna Stewart, the MVP from last year, right? So they're not the same team. They got that girl Canada who's pretty good, but I kind of lean the Sky, too. Like, I've seen a few WNBA games. Uh, I think they can maybe go inside tonight. They got a couple of really big ladies that uh, like to pa- play the power game. <laughs> um, you, you sold me, Cam. I'm in. <laughs> sold. Great breakdown. Sold. <laughs> yeah. Great, 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 great breakdown. All right. So what do you got actually, on? Uh... 
Oh, yeah. They almost won in Seattle, too. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. On the golf links, I got a few uh, from the John Deere Classic, Gabe. Uh, here's the thing. This is a tournament, a lot of good players. I got some picks for the Scottish Open as we get prepped for the Open Championship from Royal Portrush in Northern Ireland. But um, the John Deere Classic, I would take a guy like Zach Johnson, who always plays well here, but he's not in very good form. Um, Steve Stricker, now on the senior tour versus his type of tournament, being played in Silvis, Illinois. Steve Stricker's in Illinois, uh, you know, fighting Illini. A lot of those guys are there. But here's the thing. What have we learned from the PGA Tour? These young kids coming up, there's no fear in them. There's absolutely no fear. The fact that Victor Hovland is the favorite, I like Victor Hovland, but at 16-1, to 1, I can't take him uh, this week. I'm actually going to go with uh, Colin Morikawa at 20-1. to 1. He's been fantastic since he came back. He actually should have won the tournament last week, if not for Matthew Wolf chipping in. He's 20-1. to 1. I find his odds better. I've watched his game. Tee to green, he's better than all of these guys, and his putter's good, too. He got a little bit snake-bitten on the green, so 20 to 1, I'm taking him. Sun J.M., we talk about Sun J.M. every week. He's a top 10 yep. machine. Will he break through? Is he going to get this there could one be of the week. weeks? I think this is the week, Gabe. If, if we're going to take him at 22 to 1, it's actually, I thought about the price going, we should be getting 28 or 30, and then I thought it's a weekend field. Rory. Fowler, Stenson, all these other guys are at Stewart Castle in Scotland, right? So him only has to deal with some of these college guys and submit to your guys. So 22 to 1 is actually a good enough price for me. Now we're going to go with a guy who finished fifth last week. This is what tells you about the field. I had Wyndham Clark last week at 125 to 1. He's 45 to 1 now. He's in good form, though, and he has a game at John Deere where he can overpower guys. He absolutely is a monster off the tee. He's 45 to 1. So those are my three guys. I'm only going to do six guys, no extra bets or anything like that. Denny McCarthy, good young player. He's 65 to 1. In a regular field event, he'd probably be 90, but he's very, very solid. Lots of top 25s and 30s. And a weekend field, I think this is his coming out party where all the other college guys have been doing well. Troy Merritt, I talked to Griff today about Troy Merritt. Not our favorite golfer, but he's also playing a home game from the area at 66 to 1, and he finished top 10 last week. I got to take a shot with Troy Merritt. And a guy that we really, really like at 75 to 1, Dylan Fratelli. Dylan Fratelli has played some time on the European tour. And in this field at 75 to 1, he offers great price. But I love Morikawa at 20, M and M this week at 22, Gabe. If I was going to bet two guys, those were the guys I'd take at the John Deere. Weekend field. Um, I like where you're going uh, with this. It's crazy. I can't believe this Hoblin dude gets as much hype. As he does. Oh, they, like, just, I know. Yeah. Like, Victor Hovland's been great. Don't get me wrong. He's he's finishing top 10 all the time, but he's now the favorite at 16 to 1. I'm like, you know, Wolf won last week. No offense to yeah. Hovland. Like, a couple of the other guys have done better than you, but he's the big name because of the U.S. Open top 10, Gabe. Remember? And we we were getting Victor Hovland at a matchup as a dog. I'm like, those, those days are gone. Like, we used to get this guy at 40, 50, 60 to 1. Now he's, what, 16 to 1 this week? Three guys to catch my eye here, Kim. What's your quick take yeah. on these guys? Sure. I brought him up this morning. Kyle Stanley, 45 to 1. I always like Kyle Stanley. If the Ryan there, Palmer, be there. Mm-hmm. 50 to mm-hmm. 1. Yep. And uh, Kevin Tway. What do you think of Kevin Tway, 45 to 1? I'm going to tell you a story, actually. Kevin Tway almost made my six-pack. It was between him and Dylan Fratelli, and I picked Fratelli. Kevin Tway is a perfect type of golfer for this course. Son of Bob Tway. Hits it a mile. Sometimes a little bit inconsistent with the short stick. But Kevin Tway, Gabe, he's also won on tour before, too. A few weeks ago in the silly season, uh, he, he got a taste. 
Kevin Tway's a, a very good golfer that people don't hear about. It's funny. There's a lot of very, very solid young golfers. But right now, who's getting the pub? Hovland's getting the pub. Wolf's getting the pub. All these other guys, right? So watch out for Kevin Tway in a weekend field. Uh, what are you getting him at? Like, Is he like 65, 70? That's a good price. Let me see where Tway uh, is. 45. Actually, 45. 45 because of the tournament. Yeah, 45. Mm, who else do I like there? Yeah, I was going to take Duffner, well, Lucas but... Glover at 30 to one, even though he always screws look... me. Here's a... okay. Let me tell you about what Lucas Glover did last Pretty week. Pretty big he odds. Would've... Lucas could. He would have 30 to one. He, yes, I, I I can't bet everybody, but here's the thing. And it, it'll drive you nuts. So I'm watching this golf tournament last week. I'm doing the show with Kurtz. Lucas Glover went from 62nd to like second. Gabe. He shot a 62 in the final round. Actually, at one time went to first place. And then other guys, guys were going low there, but he ended ended up finishing really, really strong. Lucas Glover, if you're going to bet him, this could be a good time. Always take a guy that finishes a tournament on a high. Lucas Glover's riding a real hot streak. And in this weekend field at 30 to 1, I think he should be considered. Problem is I can't bet on everybody, right? So I got to take Morikawa, M. Yeah, I like Glover. I'd actually take Glover over Wyndham Clark, but I got Wyndham Clark at 45. He's down to 40. And Glover's 30, 30 to 1. Yeah, Gabe, if you're going to bet it, if you're going to make three bets, I'd probably put Glover in there. He's All right, good. so what are you, what are you going to do with the uh, the Scottish Open? Uh, well, <laughs> hey, Gabe, <laughs> I can't do a Scottish accent here. But, uh, yeah, I like the Scottish uh, tournament. Which is ironic Groundskeeper- because you're Scottish. Yeah, I know. It's unbelievable. I can't even do a uh, – yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. Groundskeeper Willie here, play the pipes. Watch out for Rafa cabrera Bayo this week at uh, 25 to 1. But I'm going to tell you, I really like Martin Keimer this week. And you wouldn't think that it's the type of course for Martin Keimer, but he played really, really well before, and he's very angry right now. Martin Keimer has not qualified for the Open Championship next week, and that's a dangerous recipe. He will be very focused and ready to rock this week. And at 30-1, to 1, I think you have to consider him. Oh, like you're giving me other guy. Who's the favorite? McElroy, 6-1? I'll, I'll take Keimer 30-1, to 1, thank you. And he'll want to play big time in the Open Championship game. So. And the Scottish Open, I'm only taking three guys. I'm taking Cabrera Bayo. He let me down on Sunday in the tournament. He was leading by three strokes going into the back nine. I was going to text Gioff because we both had Cabrera Bello. He gagged. I think he learned that lesson. Keimer at 30-1 to 1 is a must play because he's going to be definitely wanting to qualify for the Open Championship. And watch out for the smiling assassin. He's got a huge head and a skinny neck. His name's Andy Sullivan. Type of guy you want to go out for pints with, Gable. A real, a real cool dude. On the golf course, not a stuck-up prick like a lot of these guys. 40 to 1, he's good. I like Andy Sullivan, and he always is kind of one of the underrated British guys because he doesn't get the pub that all these other guys do. Like, I'm looking at the odds of this tournament, too. We're, we're like, what are you getting? Like, are you going to take Rory? Sure, Rory could win. 6 to 1? Are you are you nuts? Fowler, 14 to 1. Yeah, but I'm not taking him at 14. Justin Thomas, the same thing. 16. Kuchar, 18. No. I start looking at guys around Henrik Stenson at 20. Matthew Fitzpatrick, 25, Wallace, 25. But I'm going to step up with Cabrera Bayo at 25. And I love Martin Keimer this week with a sprinkle of Andy Sullivan. I'm betting three guys in the Scottish. That's it. The raging redhead, Cam Stewart, laying it down. Yep. Yeah. Well, who do you like? Coming uh, off. You, you said you told me you like Keimer when we did the morning show. Been hot. We Yeah, well, that last week, last week was probably, I told Lisa... When I was at the bar, Gabe, I live bet Wolf. I only had a few bucks on him. We hit it. I had Morikawa, who should have won the tournament. I would have won $2,400 if Morikawa would have won. That would have been an absolute party. So last week was good. Yeah, I, I don't know about the John Deere, though. It's a tough tournament. 
There's a lot of scrubs here. But I'm telling you, Gabe, in the Scottish, I think we should both bet Martin Keimer. There's something about him. Like, I think Martin Keimer has the type of pride saying, if I don't make the, you know, if I don't make the Open Championship, like, he, he doesn't take that type of stuff well. He's going to be very, very disciplined. And I'm going to tell you, he's going to be focused as hell. And you're getting him 30 to 1. He's a world-class player. He might just win this tournament and buy his own ticket to uh, Royal Portrush next week. Give me Keimer 30 to 1 at the Scottish Open. Looking at uh, here, um, um, what about Ian Poulter? Yeah, I've always liked Ian Poulter. I'm not betting Pretty him because I don't want to put too many. So, yeah, Poulter's getting a nice price. Guys in that price range, there's another guy, Jorge Campillo. People don't know about Jorge Campillo. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. John Rahm gets a lot of the credit. I've watched Campillo the last few weeks on the European tour. T8 in 2016 That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's good, man. And he played well last week. Take a look at this. I also was looking at him. I put Jorge Campillo in a DraftKings lineup. Listen to this, Gabe. His last two tournaments, he's finished 15th and 7th. He finished 7th at the Irish Open last week. 69, 64, 69, 66. This guy's amazing. He's got a win, a top six. Like, people... If you ask somebody on the street who's Jorge Campillo, he's like, yeah, well, is he, uh, he's working at the restaurant up, up the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You wouldn't even know he's a golfer, right? And those are good odds for him. He's very, very solid. Another guy that played well last week, you're going to love this guy, Rob Rock. What's your name? Robert Rock. He finished uh, fourth at the Irish Open last week. Like the week. music producer, Best. Bob Rock. Yeah, Bob Rock. Best hair in the business, and he knows it, too. He won't wear a hat. The guy's got a perfect lid. Um, he's a very, very good golfer. He played well last week, fourth at the Irish Open. He's a guy that could say he's like 80 or something. He might even be further than that, but I can't bet everybody. So Keimer, Cabrera, Bayo, Sullivan, and I like where you're going with the Campillo would be another guy if you want to make it a four-pack. I like Stenson here too, Cam. 20 to 1, only. I'll tell you, and here's the thing about betting on Henrik Stenson. He is perfect for these type of tournaments. Everyone's like, why? Well, I'll tell you why. You don't need driver. When you're playing a Scottish link course at, at these courses, all you have to do is keep the ball in play. You don't need to spray it everywhere. Henrik Stenson has the best three wood on the PGA Tour. The only thing that sets him back is a putter. He will hit fairways and greens. If he gets any type of heat with the putter, at 20 to 1, you'll wish you had him instead of a guy like Justin Thomas. I'll tell you, I'm going to fade Justin Thomas in matchup bets against all these guys. He'll be fa- he'll be favored, too. He's 60 to 1. Stenson's 20. Cabrera Bale's 25 to 1. Keimer's 30. I'm just not sure he's uh, healthy yet. Well, uh, people, uh, we said it was a slow night tonight. We end up, we've got a six-pack when it's all said and done. The Correct. email has been fired off. Um, I think I think one or two of these games starts at 7, too. We'll get you the start time. Let's see. Uh, Summer League start yeah, time. Yeah, tell me, tell me quick, because i got to start yeah, Minnesota and Miami's the first one up, and then everything else is at 7.30 and after. Done. I gotta, all right, so. Hey, hey, I better log out of my account, right? Mr. Yeah, yeah, Green. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to have six w, uh, WNBA oh, gonna, NBA Summer League plays. I'm going to wake up yeah. going, I want Martin Keimer. Damn it, Gabe. Why did I take China plus 20? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm betting China. I'm with you. I, I'm doing that bet, not at, like just out of principle, to say it's too many points. I got to do it. Yeah. See how we so work. So I've got out. the Minnesota Timberwolves plus one. Yeah. It's a dog night tonight. T-Wolves plus one. Cavaliers plus six. Phoenix Suns plus six. China plus 19 and a half. China and the Bucks over 169 and a half. And the Chicago Sky to get it done in the WNBA. I got good news for you, Gabe. All your dogs have gone up. 
Timberwolves now plus two and Cleveland plus seven. I better get oh, immediately. Even better. Suns. Great job, Cam. Thank you, Yank. Great job. You got it. Have Baseball's good one, back Good tomorrow. Luck. CFL football tomorrow. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. What you missed on Game Time Decisions. Um, and we're picking up the pieces following an all-star game that uh, made me want to puke. Uh, yeah. But other than that, I'm all good. What's up, Cam? Oh, yeah, and I lost What's... my ID, Cam. Other than Did that. you re- where? At the FanDuel Sportsbook? I don't know. New home? Uh, uh, yeah, it's just uh, uh, the last place you saw it. Do you, do you remember the last place you saw it? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was it? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's either at a Seven Eleven that doesn't have it that I went to today. Uh, I hate that uh, feeling. I hate that, that uh, feeling. That oh, boat, that, that boat ferry <laughs> terminal that you were at that didn't oh. have it in the Lost and Found. No, oh no, the two dollar uh, popcorn that I love. Nice guys at that ferry too. I think they? Yeah, they look. They actually looked around for like five minutes today. They were like, Did hold they on, really? hold yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were people. like, uh, like they're like, hey, there's a double. There's a second Lost and Found. They were looking everywhere. And uh, the third place is the Port Authority, which I'm not even going to bother. That one I don't like your chances at. That's but it's one, one of these deals. I, I just keep hoping it's under something here. You know what I mean, Cam? I'm like, maybe you know it's what? under this or that. I'm like, it's a good point. Like, me and you don't really keep the, the nicest, <sighs> cleanest domiciles. I've found so many things under seat cushions. Like, I found you thought money. was lost and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. I found, like, an important coin, you know. Like, next thing you know, hey, that, that card's very important. Like, my Presto card, my bank card. Yeah, it just says in my, in my earpiece. He goes, Cam's pounding Red Bulls during the break, fella. Yeah, hey, fella. Like, yeah, no, they're not yeah, Red yeah. Bulls. He's drinking vodka during the break. Yeah, we're off to yeah, a great yeah, start. No. I don't drink Are on the aware? job, but, yeah, I don't drink on the job. I, I, I work hard here. Actually, I talked to Cardano this morning. We're talking about the green screen and all sorts of other things. I'm all business, but that coffee really threw me for a loop, man. That instant stuff, it was rough. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, the other night I was here, too. I had nothing in my fridge, nothing to drink. Besides, like, old, old two liters of ginger ale and stuff. Oh, so flat and gross. And uh, and the one thing that was sitting there was an ice-cold Corona. (laughs) And I was thinking, I I am thirsty, man. I was like, man, I should just crush this beer, but... No, I didn't want to crush a beer at 4 in the morning when I was thirsty because I got up. <laughs> That's the difference between me and you, Gabe. I don't mind a beer at 4 o'clock in the morning. But, you know, we all do what we got to do. You know, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's just been, a, it's been a, you said it, it's been kind of a weird week. And it was un- unfortunate, too. We were out with Griffin. That damn All-Star game was on again because they had a repeat of it. So I, get to, I got to abuse myself for a second time. I'm like, God, help me. Just watching that game again made me sick. What a horrible uh, game. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this, actually, but. This is like this is very, very. Uh, this would be very disturbing and alarming for both you and your girlfriend. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine to join the Fantasy Sports Network.